Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Thanh Nguyen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max. And listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. From WBEZ Chicago, this is Nerdette. I'm Greta Johnson. It is Friday, June 19th. I am still in my closet, which means this must be another episode of Nerdette's Introvert's Guide to the Good Life. I've said it before, these are tumultuous times. And while it certainly doesn't solve all the problems out there, I think it's still really important to be having conversations around how to double down on self-care because you have to be able to take care of yourself before you can really take care of others. And uh, just come with me on this intellectual leap here. Uh, I think that means that you should be making your bed. When you do, and when you clean your up, it feels really good, and it looks really good, and you can eat off your floor afterward. I guess you could say, today I am here to be your mother, and I've got some very kind and non-judgmental backup. Organizing is not enjoyable for everyone. You know, I always say your clutter makes me flutter, but it's not the case for everyone. (laughs) And that's why I have a business around it. That is Pooja Naik. Her business is called Organizing With You, and she consults with people about organizing the spaces where they live and work. So she organizes with you. For a lot of people, it's exhausting, it's grueling, and people don't know where to begin. And if they do know where to begin, they just don't want to do it because, it's, again, like I mentioned, it's not fun. Maybe you don't know where to begin. Maybe you know exactly where to begin. Either way, Pooja is full of great advice. A lot of people come to me, you know, they they first ask, hey, what should I buy? You know, what do I need for the session? Mm -hmm. It's like they're ready to buy. We're in such a consumeristic society, you know, our need to buy and thinking that that's a solution is so big. And, And I always have to calm them down and say, no, 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 no. Organizing is not just about buying something new or a new product. Trust, I mean, there are a lot of great organizing products. I love the container store. I could live there. But, <laughs> but yeah, it might be my second home. But sometimes products can just add to existing clutter. And that's very important to keep in mind that we're trying to get rid of clutter. We're trying to downsize. We're trying to maximize space. We're trying to create new space. And so buying new products is not the solution. It's interesting to hear you use the phrase organizing philosophy because it's actually written down exactly in my next question, which is, you know, a lot of people are familiar with Marie Kondo. I feel like she really, you know, was at the helm of this movement, I don't know, four or five years ago with her book about tidying up. And her philosophy was that whole idea of like, you pick the thing up and you decide if it sparks joy. And if it does, then you keep it. And if it doesn't, then you get rid of it. Um, which I have actually, I have a hard time with, I get very nostalgic. So I have a hard time with the like sparking joy thing, but I do find if I'm just crabby enough, nothing brings me joy. And then it's a great time to get rid of stuff. (laughs) But I just wonder like, what's, what's your organizing philosophy when it comes to talking people through, 
you know, what is clutter and what is stuff that they like or that has a really nice backstory, but that they don't necessarily, you know, like what's, how do you work people through that stuff? Sure. Yeah. The parts that I agree with Marie Kondo's philosophy is that she has a holistic approach to, uh, to the stuff of our lives. And I, I completely agree with that. I like to take that approach too. I, in fact, incorporate some feng shui principles when I can in home science philosophies because I do think that I believe in energy and the uh, mind and space um, correlation. The essence of my organizing philosophy really is about the cause and effect relationship that we have with our mind and our spaces. You know, paying attention to visual clutter. Those are terms that people don't really think about. You know, having a lot of magnets on your fridge can cause a sense of anxiety. Having a lot of things on your countertop can have can create this visual chaos. So it's absolutely important to think about how your space, visually or otherwise, is affecting your mind. And I really think that if your mind is in a disarray, your space is going to reflect that. And if your space is in a disarray, your mind's going to be affected. So it's absolutely important to be aware of the mind and space relationship that we have and to, and to know the value that an organized space can bring to your mental well-being, to your performance, to your efficiency, to your mood. So um, I know it sounds foo-foo and sounds a little holistic, but too holistic, but it's, it's really essential. And most clients that I've worked with at the end of the day are the most satisfying parts for me are not just, you know, we got their space organized, but how they felt mm -hmm. at the end of it. What happened as a result of it? You know, whether it's the papers got organized and they paid their taxes on time and saved a bunch of money, or whether they, you know, um, spent less time looking for things and had a better start to their day. Whatever it is, if it affects your mood and enhances it, I think I think we've, uh, we've achieved some success, you know. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I didn't realize until just now, like this morning, the first thing I did when I got out of bed was organize my kitchen table because it was, you know, I had like, a bunch of magazines stacked up, a like pan that I could put away. I bet yeah. it was actually in preparation for this conversation where I was like, you know what, I should just <laughs> clean this up just really quick just to sort it out. <laughs> That's great. So yeah, I'm glad I channeled it through this interview. Just subconscious interview prep. Uh, I hope I hope you keep that momentum That's going. Hilarious. <laughs> so let's say you live in like a one bedroom apartment, and you know maybe for the last several months you've been not only living in that apartment but also working in that apartment, spending or you know not working right, but just spending much more time there than maybe you normally do. What are some things you might recommend for someone? to be able to help make it feel like a new space or at least like things are maybe a little less claustrophobic? So obviously in the city, time and space are both limited. A lot of us are in smaller spaces um, and confined to our spaces right now and sharing our spaces with family members or friends or partners. And it's exhausting right now in addition to dealing with this pandemic. And the pressure that people feel to become more productive during this time is adding adding to the regular stress that we have. Mm -hmm. And so then the added pressure of making your space conducive to your working and your living and to have shared systems in place, that's just, again, more added stress. So I would say first, I, I'm big into taking the stress out of things. You know, if you have a small space, you're not going to magically create Space and make it bigger. <laughs> you can't can, add a second bedroom. No, organizers <laughs> are not magicians, but but you can 
you can take baby steps. You can do little things from, and you know, I call it the three Ds. Um, at any given time when you organize, you should declutter, do- donate, and downsize. Ooh, declutter, donate, downsize. And downsize, yes. And that's, if you do that every day or every week, even, if you have a consistent plan on doing that, I think eventually you'll see that your space is more spacious. You know, you'll see that you have more space around uh, to do more things, to have all the activities you want to do. Yeah. So what what are those three? I imagine decluttering is essentially like, wow, there's a bunch of stuff on this kitchen mm-hmm. table. Is that what you mean by that? Well, yes. Taking inventory of all your stuff is absolutely the first step. But then within that, to declutter would, would involve making decisions on whether you want to keep those things okay. or you want to find a new home for those things. Um, I think categorizing all your inventory is absolutely um, essential. You Once you categorize your things into you know, action-related items, you know whether you want to keep, whether you want to donate, whether you want to find a new home for that item or possession, whether you want to recycle, once you have it in the right category, then you can look at those categories. Okay, everything that you have in your keep pile, now you can assign new placement for it. Now you can put it in the right zone. Everything that you decided needs to find a new home, you can take that basket or bin of all the find a new home items and you can put them in the right place within the rest of your home. Mm-hmm. If you have a donate pile, you say, okay, this is going to Salvation Army if you have recycle piles. So really, once you have those categories, you can start placing items into those things. It goes faster. And next thing you know, you have you know, things compartmentalized in, in, a, in a logical way that you can actually deal with. So that, that whole process eventually leads you to downsizing because when you have three or four donation bags that come out as a result of things you don't want anymore, mm-hmm. are not serving purpose in your life, or you haven't needed, or have gone looking for it, then now you know, okay, this is, these are items that were just taking up space, and now I can get rid of them and make more space. So declutter, donate, and downsize sort of go hand in hand, and probably in that order. That's pretty cool. I feel like I've been pretty good about that, except now I just have a bunch of bags full of stuff in the trunk of my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now it's kind of hard to uh, donate yeah. your items, but what? But it's good that you got it to your car. I'm trying to get my clients to get it out of their homes into their car so they don't look for it because the deal that we have is, okay, once you've put it in a donation bag, you do not get to go looking for things again. You do not get to look for those bags. Oh, yeah, that's smart. Well, yeah, it's in the trunk, but someday I'm going to need to declutter the trunk of the car. Like, that's going to be a crucial step. That'll be your impetus, right? Yeah. (laughs) So you hinted at the fact that, like, a space needs to be literally clean clean before you're able to really go in and organize. Mm -hmm. I wonder if you have any suggestions about things that, I don't know, maybe some people have already done or maybe some people have overlooked when they did, like, deep cleaning this spring that are just sort of, like, spots in a home that often go overlooked when it comes to cleaning? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are um, what I call them cluttered black holes. <laughs> there are always cluttered black holes all over your home. And, you know, especially in the spring when you're in and out of the house and then you're in a place like Chicago where you don't know what kind of weather you're going to have. You mm-hmm. know, it can snow, we can have a blizzard tomorrow, we can be monsoon, you know, we have sunny days. So, I, I think um, certain areas that are worth as a start during spring, spring cleaning or spring organizing are probably your mudroom, 
your uh, garage, mm-hmm. your, you know, your basement or attic, those are good places to start because you will find a lot of clutter that's sort of formed for the rest of the year. And now you're going to need those spaces. Especially, I would say, if anyone who lives in a home, um, if they have a mudroom or a coat closet or a front front room closet or whatever, the entrance in and out of your home, that area needs to be organized first because, you you know, it's helpful to have all your umbrellas in place and to maybe, and, and you can personalize it. You can decorate it. You can add a little greenery to it, you know, uh, do a little gardening, have some plants, make it, make it fun and make it visually appealing and that's fine mm-hmm. but i think it's i think it's important to start with uh, cleaning and organizing those areas first so i think i already know the answer to this question but okay. where do you fall on the make your bed every day <laughs> it's good because i just made my bed before i got on the call so <laughs> um, i feel good about answering that now because i feel like you did it I'm, you're uh, following through i feel like i'm preaching what i'm practicing but yes <laughs> Absolutely make your bed. Uh, bed is adulting 101. Uh, it's, it's a good habit to have in place. And again, you know, I, I've said this a few times on our call today, making your space visually appealing, having less visual chaos, all of those things contribute to the general organizing of your space. So mm-hmm. when you make your bed, it's, it's nice to look at. You feel a sense of, uh, you know, achievement, like, hey, I did something this morning, towards organizing, towards getting my space in order. And that might subconsciously or consciously feed into, you know, your desire to organize the rest of your space and to and to do more, you know, whether it's a little pickup or little decluttering here and there. But I think that it's it's a great way to get the momentum going. And it's it's nicer to look at, you know, visual chaos. I talked about that. Having mm-hmm. a messy bed, I believe, is visual chaos and it will feed into your mind. Yeah. So well, it's nicer to look at and it's nicer to climb into at the end of the day. Exactly. Which I like agree. you're just treating future puja to like a lovely <laughs> relaxing evening. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Pooja, thank you so much for talking with me. This was really fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Pooja Naik, who owns Organizing With You, such a lovely human. Who knew that talking about being really intense and organized would be so much fun? In fact, I did. I totally called it. So we haven't done this in a while, but I thought it would be cool to ask Pooja to assign our listeners homework. And I think what she came up with is a really great place to start with tidying up at your space. One of the ways is to change your mindset around organizing. And in order to do that is to take baby steps. So one thing I would recommend listeners is set a timer every day for a minute, three minutes, five minutes, whatever you want to do. And in that time, you do whatever organizing you want to do. Any place that's been bothering you, you know, you you want to declutter, you want to pick up, you want to quickly clean. And when that timer goes off, you have to stop. And it doesn't matter if you're feeling energetic, if you feel the momentum, you want to keep going, you have to stop. And the reason to do that is because you're training your mind to think, this is fun and there is an end in sight. <laughs> right, but right. in that process, you'll create consistency. You'll want to do it every day. I think that that's a great way to begin. 
That is a really great way to begin. And it actually reminds me of something my college roommate and I used to do. We would call it a 10 minute tidy. And it's pretty much exactly what Pooja is describing. We'd set the timer for 10 minutes, put on some fun music and just like put away. Uh, I also did some math for you, and I'm very happy to report that Missy Elliott's new track, Cool Off, is a cool three minutes and 31 seconds, which means you can loop it three times for a solid 10 minutes of tidying. One more thing about space in just a minute. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Tanwen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Speaking of space, get it? Because we've been talking about organizing your spaces and I'm about to talk about outer space. Get it? Get it? It's good. It's good. It's not good because I had to explain it. Anyway, earlier this week, we hit an anniversary on June 16th of 1963. Soviet cosmonaut Valentina Tereshkova was the first woman in space. It would be another 20 years before an American woman went to space. Sally Ride went up in 1983. Since then, just over about 60 women have been to space. And I just want you to take a minute and guess how many dudes have gone. You got any ideas? What do you think? 50 women. 500 men. I'm just going to leave that fact right there. Should I drop my mic? Should I do it? I'm sitting on the floor, so it's not that long of a drop. I'm going to do it. Sorry, engineering staff. All right, that's it for today. The show is produced by me and Justin Buller. Executive producer is Brendan Banaszak, and we will see you next week. Nerdette is supported by the Sympathizer podcast from HBO. Join host Philip Nguyen in conversation with the cast, crew, and author Viet Tanwen as they discuss the making of this historic HBO original limited series. Stream new episodes of HBO's The Sympathizer Sundays exclusively on Max and listen to The Sympathizer podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.